Good morning. It's Tuesday, April 21st. We're reading through the Bible. We've gotten to a new book in our Old Testament reading that you're about to read, the first three chapters of 2 Samuel. And 2 Samuel begins the story of David's uh, tumultuous transition to leadership, which didn't happen right away. I mean, we know that uh, even while Saul was alive, he was pursuing David, uh, and David was a fugitive. But now that Saul is dead, it's not an easy road for David. There's going to be a lot uh, going on in this transition. The first thing we see is that they bring the news in chapter 1 that Saul has died, and David doesn't respond the way the messenger thought he would. As a matter of fact, he still has an honor for the office of the king, and of course he was best friends with the king's son, and he had died, and uh, you know, the oh, how the mighty had fallen is the refrain of David, and it's a hard time for him and a hard time for the messenger who came thinking he'd get a reward for bringing that news. So we read about all that in chapter 1. Chapter 2, David takes charge of the southern part of Israel. Remember, later, a couple generations later, we're going to see the kingdom split in half. But right now, uh, we had a united kingdom under Saul, and now David is going to uh, inch back to that united kingdom. But uh, he's got to start by taking uh, leadership of the southern kingdom, and it's going to be a while before uh, he sees the whole kingdom under his hand. And uh, that's in chapter 3. We see him ascending in that direction. David is getting stronger, it says. It's a great line there about that. And a reminder that God's hand being upon David is uh, his chosen leader. Uh, he is continuing to grow in uh, strength and God's affirmation even among the people. It's not going to be without trouble, obviously. Uh, but he's moving in the direction of uh, taking charge over the whole nation. And that's going to take some time. Our New Testament reading is in Luke chapter 18. We're reading the first 17 verses, which is not much. Our New Testament reading has been basically a half a chapter every day. So you need to take your time. And there's plenty here to take your time on. One is a lesson about prayer. I don't know how your prayer life is going during this lockdown, but I really encourage you to work hard at being persistent in your praying. That's what the first uh, few verses are about, that persistent widow who continues to ask and ask and ask. And uh, there's something to that. There's time to stop, obviously, asking for certain things as, as uh, Paul teaches us in praying about that thorn in the flesh. But in terms of some things that we realize and recognize biblically should be prayed for, they should be done. It's God's will. We need to pray persistently like that widow. The tax collector and the Pharisee parable, so important. The only time we see Jesus using that term to be justified, which is such an important word in salvation and the word that is used in uh, Paul's teaching, obviously in the book of Romans, a key word. Uh, Jesus uses it here of that tax collector who wouldn't even look up to the sky when he prayed, but beat his chest and recognized his sin. He went home justified. And Jesus' uh, concern for the children, of course, he cares about children just by virtue of them being children, but he loves them and accepts them in part here in this passage, at least because of the illustration they are of the people that follow Christ. I mean, the grown-up people following Christ and, and being children of God, uh, little children exemplify that just as a living illustration of that. But of course, uh, he wants the children to be a part of his life and a part of this ministry, uh, his ministry, and we see that here in the uh, uh, statement of Christ in Luke chapter 18. Our one another for today is a negative one another. Uh, it's a one another not to lie to each other. Here's how it's put in Colossians chapter 3 verse 9. It says, do not lie to one another, seeing that you put off the old self with its practices. And one of the practices of your old life, one of the practices of non-Christian life is to 
do whatever they can do and get away with as much as they can get away with and cover it all up with your lying and uh, lying, uh, self-serving kind of sin. And we need to make sure that it's not a part of our lives as new creatures in Christ. We need to be honest. We need to be integrous and we need to put away lying and don't lie to one another. And some of the obvious ways we can think about lying uh, is obviously to advance our cause or to cover our tracks. But uh, one of the subtle ways of lying today, I've seen it in so many situations is people that just learn to flatter each other. And we may think we're loving uh, people just by saying positive things, uh, but even as Paul reminds the Galatian churches, some people use flattery as a leverage and an advantage for their own lives, and it's just a bad thing. The Old Testament says we shouldn't do it. Uh, the New Testament shows that sometimes doctrinal fidelity is at stake. Nevertheless, uh, flattery is lying, boasting is lying, uh, exaggerating is lying, uh, being deceptive just for whatever selfish reason it might be is lying. We need to be people that put it away. So think today, honestly, ask God to search you, to try you. Psalm 139, ask to look through your life to see if there's anything that's a, a wicked way in you. And one thing that is, and it's spelled out in scripture as a part of your old life is lying. So make a commitment today to make sure that you're not lying to one another in Christ. So leave a comment, be sure to subscribe. Love to hear from you and see how this uh, daily devotional is affecting your life. We'll be back tomorrow with more in our daily Bible reading.